Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of TBT, Bob Rathbun, welcoming you to another edition of Inside TBT. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Joey. Welcome back to Inside TBT. Andrew Zolden along with my awesome co-host, Joseph Joey Smoke Lane. Awesome episode for you guys today. The first episode where we actually have our 64-team bracket. Talk about the Illinois Regional with Mike Dom. Talk about all things TBT with mental toughness. Sean McGee and, and player Sean Hohen from Sacred Heart. Awesome episode. But before we get to all that, we do our long, rapid reactions. And it's long because we did a rapid reaction for every single game in the first round. So 32 rapid reactions. We were out of breath. Let's get to that right now, followed by the interviews. We're going to dive more into each region, you know, over the next few weeks. Eventually, we will make our picks as we get real close to the tournament. But right away, we're going to give you our rapid reactions. Joey, we're going to dive into each game, each region. Give me a little something. You saw the bracket. The bracket came out. What was your first immediate thought? We did a little video, but what was your first immediate thought? Well, you know me, Andrew. My first immediate thought goes straight to the Columbus Regional. Got to see where my Buckeyes, where Carmen's crew, what their setup is. And uh, they got a tough, tough Tough road. If they're lucky enough to win that first game, they got to play either freaking Purdue's alumni team or the Volunteers, Tennessee's alumni team. And even after that, they got to go through teams like Dayton and zip them up, Xavier, and like all the, like, they just have a hard, hard, hard bracket. And they're all Ohio teams that have had a hatred for Ohio State their whole life. So, yeah, I think that's, that's my number one takeaway. So, as we said, we're not going to make our picks right now. You know, we might lean one way or the other, but it's going to take us a little time. We got to, you know, do some more research, wait and see what comes out with rosters, who opts in, who opts out. But we'll start over in the Wichita region. The one seed, all right, Everline Drive, they made a bunch of moves to propel them up to the one seed. The first game is against NG Saints, New Migretti. Joey, I think we're thinking the same thing. If we could pick any team to not have to lose in the first round, I mean, we love the NG Saints. Yeah, I mean, like, those are our guys, 100,000%. Who knows? They might shock the world. Who knows? Rapid reaction, though, Everline Drive's roster is insane. Yeah. The, the NG Saints have the making of a team that should be higher than a 16 seed, like the beginnings of a team with Scoop and Hepburn. But, I mean – We'll, we'll talk more about it when we make our picks. That's a team that you think a few years from now is going to have to go outside of the, uh, you know, the high school <laughs> alumni if they really want to make some noise in TBT. But we do like them. The 8-9 matchup in Wichita, the Enchantment versus Stillwater Stars, New Mexico alumni versus Oklahoma State alumni. What's the first thing you think of when you hear that? Within the TBT circles, there's a lot of buzz about this New Mexico team. I don't think they're as well-known, obviously, as a lot of the other alumni teams, but wouldn't be surprised if they win this game but make some noise in the TBT. I don't know. I've just heard a lot. of shout-out to our guy Jake Bavorsky. That dude, like, is obsessed with them. So, obviously, he's got to have some good reasons. But, I mean, Stillwater Stars, our guy Phil Forte. I mean, we got, a guy, we got guys on a lot of teams. That's part of our problem. I don't know what Phil Forte's deal is right now, though, because he just got the slew assistant coaching job. So, not yeah. sure how locked in he is in TBT. Stillwater Stars has the names. But as you said, the enchantment has kind of a lot of buzz right now. The 5-12 matchup, Florida TNT versus Kimchi Express. I think there's a lot of question marks with Florida TNT. They got a lot of names that if everyone's there, you know, Blakeney, the rest of the gang, if everyone's there, that's a team that could go far. But, you know, with it only being June, we'll see who all makes it. We'll see who all arrives in Wichita. It's all about who gets off, gets off that bus, Andrew, when they get to Wichita. That's when we'll know what's going on. But Florida TNT, exactly what you said. They got the names. We'll see what happens. Kimchi Express has been a 
a, a fixture in TBT for a long time and one of the most active teams on Twitter. So we know about them as well. So it should be a great, great matchup. The 413, an exciting matchup. <laughs> LA Cheaters versus Mental Toughness. LA Cheaters, I mean, we've said this about a lot of teams. They got a bunch of former NBA guys. It reminds me a little bit of the money team last year where they had all the names, they had all the guys, and they actually even showed up. They showed up, but they just they didn't get it done. Derek Williams, if, if he can be, you know, a fraction of the best Derek Williams we saw in the NBA, that's a team that's going to be tough to, uh, tough to take down at all, let alone in the first round. Yeah, that, the only problem with the L.A. Cheaters is that's just such a bad name. Like, I know that's their Drew League name, but, like, I can't get over that. Yeah. And Mental Toughness, we love them, and they're on this episode, so you'll hear more about them, so we won't spend too much time on them. But safe to say everybody knows who we're rooting for in that game. It's David versus Goliath, basically. All right, the bottom of the region, 6-11, Team Arkansas. You'll never guess this, the Arkansas alumni against Fort Worth Funk, which is TCU. I, I don't tend to disagree with our bosses, with the committee, and I'll probably eat my words with this. I think Team Arkansas is underseated. I think they're a good freaking team, and they have names, and they have players, and they have Jalen Barford who might mess around and lead the TBT in scoring. I just love when two alumni teams are matched up in the first round. It's just so, it's just so fun. It's just like, college, like you're watching college basketball. Speaking of two alumni teams, not quite an alumni game. We are D3, 14 seed against Challenge ALS, the three seed. The big storyline is Friga, the street baller, the YouTube sensation, former D3 player. Apparently he inquired about We Are D3, and they did not offer, so there's some drama there. So we'll see what happens in that game. Of course, we're not going to make a pick, but exciting stuff right there. Yeah, I mean, you said it all. You think the TBT doesn't do that stuff on purpose? Obviously, they're going to put Friga against um, the D3 team. That's just how they work. Maybe the hardest game to pick in the whole TBT, 7-10, purple and black Kansas State versus Omaha Blue Crew, 10 seed Creighton. I mean, these teams feel like they formed overnight. And now all of a sudden, I think they're playing each other because it's like we don't really know what we're going to see. Whoever gets more of their alumni to commit in the next few weeks, then they'll be victorious. I just think this game would be interesting because if they play like the, the coaches that they played for, they're like polar opposite teams. You know, Creighton is like run and gun, shoot a lot of threes, and maybe not as much defense. Kansas State is, you know, all about their defense. Um, and so be interesting if that's how – because, you know, like that's kind of how teams play. Like the, the Marshall alumni team, like they heard that, like they play like the Marshall team does now. So, yep. I don't know. Be interesting. All right. Aftershocks, two seed, expats, 15 seed. Are the Aftershocks going to be pissed off that they're the two seed, or do one and two not really matter when both can get out to Dayton? Yeah, I think exactly that. I think that they have home court advantage throughout the whole entire thing, basically, right? So um, that'll be an interesting matchup because that expats team has a kind of a pretty decent roster, honestly. Like, It'll be really interesting. I just yeah. – Talk about last-minute teams. Yeah, I find it hard for Aftershocks to probably lose that game, but, like, they probably were not excited when they saw who they were playing. I don't know if anyone was, obviously, but, like, I don't know. That Wichita State team's got a lot to prove because they have – they've been – Wichita State has been a staple in college basketball for a number of years. You'd think they'd have some great alumni guys. they they got to make some freaking noise. They host a regional. Make some noise. Just looking ahead to some potential quarterfinal matchups, Team Arkansas versus Aftershocks would be awesome if Arkansas gets through Challenge ALS. And then Everline versus the L.A. Cheaters would just be, I mean, former NBA firepower, which is what people love to see. Yeah, yeah, but we, can, we don't need to speculate. Who knows even is going to be on those teams? We might not pick them in two weeks. But NG, yeah. Saints, NG Saints could prove us half right slash half wrong and – and win the whole damn thing. And All right. Heading down to West Virginia, bottom right of the bracket. We will actually also be heading to West Virginia. So excited to see all the West Virginia residents. <laughs> First game, sideline cancer against founding fathers. I think the way that this bracket was set up is I think sideline cancer is the number one overall seed. 
I think they've earned it. I think they deserve it. You know, we mentioned this with, with, with Dom, you nailed it. Maybe not, maybe not the number one overall seed come July 16th when the tournament kicks off, but they got a game against founding fathers. I think everyone expects them to win. Yeah. I'm excited for sideline cancer. It's the revenge tour for them every year. The team that gets really close to winning ends up winning the next year. So why not them this time? Primetime players, Fort Wayne champs. Again, we'll see who these final rosters are made up of. But anytime you got an eight, nine game, there's obviously no upset. No one's going to say, oh, nine seed Fort Wayne champs won. Uh, they were so underseeded. You know, nine, eight is, is really a coin flip. Yeah, I think another couple of teams that have been in the TBT for a number of years, and we'll see if they can make some noise. A lot of noise to be made, <laughs> according to Inside TBT. All right, 5-12. This feels like a real 5-12. This is war-ready Auburn against ETSU Buccaneers. That's like a legitimate March Madness 5-12 matchup. Absolutely. That's so. It's funny you say that. I think uh, it would be interesting if, like – Somehow, some way, the Bucketeers played against the Volunteers. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, I agree. War ready. They're ready for war. Uh, Bucketeers have some fun alumni dudes, though. A lot of ETSU alumni. Bucketeers. No, Bucket no Bucketeers. Bucketeers. That's what I said, the Bucketeers. Okay, just making sure you're not calling them the Buccaneers. Not to be confused with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucket-neers. Right. Get a bucket near the basket, the Buccaneers. Bucket-near. It's tough. It's tough. I am saying Buccaneers. <laughs> All right. Armored Athlete versus HBC United. I just got to say, Armored Athlete tweeted at us like the taking notes emoji because we didn't include them in our instant reaction, which had nothing to do with – who we think could win or make some noise. It was like, who has the easiest road is the one seed. So armored athlete, we're going to give you guys your flowers. We talked about it all, you know, all the time leading up. We think you guys, we think armored athlete could make it all the way. No, 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 no. We're, can we make some enemies here? Let's make some enemies. No, but we actually didn't say anything negative. Like last year against brotherly love, we didn't, we didn't take them to do anything and they were pissed. Fair enough. But we didn't say anything about Armored Athlete. We just yeah, exactly. They're trying to make enemies out of us, so that's fine. We can play. Two can play that game. Armored right. Athlete. You're, right. We're not picking teams. Yet. HBC United upset over Armored Athlete in the first round. You heard it here yeah, first. Lock that in. Lock it in. All right. Team twenty-three versus the Georgia Kings. Six versus eleven. I think Georgia Kings won the tournament to get in. Reminds me a little bit of, you know, Kemba, you win your conference tournament, you're hot, so maybe Georgia Kings can keep the uh, momentum going. Yeah, it's like a playing game. They're always the 11th seed, too, so they play that playing game, they get their feet under them. UCLA intent, wink, wink, right, this past year. So, All right, heard that. I think they're the Marshall team, maybe, I think, heard that. Yeah, they got that. OT guy. Heard that. Ott and John Elmore, they're back against Team DRC, 3 versus 14. Heard that has gone from everyone wants them to win it all to now, I think if you're not, you know, a Marshall fan, you might be, you might be cheering for an upset. I mean, Ott, Ott Elmore is, is a man on a mission and it's pissing some people off. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, um, We'll always have odds back, but yeah, like yeah, I could see the other side of it. <laughs> That's heard, all. Heard that made some moves that solidified them as a top two or three seed, no matter what region they're in. It was looking like they might not get all their guys back, and they did. So shout out to them; they made it happen. And as a three seed, we'll see what can happen. All right, seven ten. Hold on, can we talk about the fact that Dominique Rogers Cabardi? That's Team DRC. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. We gotta get him on. Yeah, get him on. We'll get him on. You don't think Team Dominic Rogers Cromartie would have been too long of a name? I, which would have been a <laughs> – you got Team Arkansas and then Team Dominic Rogers Cromartie, and both of them, and you have no idea how they got their name. <laughs> team DRC is cool. If CP3 had a team this year and we could have gotten Team CP3 versus Team DRC, that would be like – I don't know what that would be, but it would be Team, like, three-letter – 
words. That's exactly what it would be, Andrew. Well done. All right, 7-10, D2 versus Bleed Virginia. Bleed Virginia, another team that felt like overnight, all of a sudden we got this team. And D2 last year who took, you know, big X to the wire. Joe, what's your initial thought when you see this, D2 versus Bleed Virginia? Um, I, D2, I, something about D2 and these, like, underrated, undervalued dudes, like, in general, you know, like they were overlooked to play, you know, at the highest level in college. I don't know. Something about those guys, it's just really, really fun to watch. They're incredible basketball players. But like you said, Bleed Virginia just Bleed Virginia just came to be overnight. They've got a pretty nice little big three. I know they got Ed Polite from Radford, who was like the two-time player of the year, and he's a stud. So um, that'll be an interesting matchup. A lot of these matchups, people don't know anything about them. Just like if you like basketball, let's just like watch the games. Like they are – every single one of these matchups is incredible. All right, I got a storyline brewing for you in the two versus 15 in West Virginia. Best Virginia versus Woco Showtime, Wofford alumni versus West Virginia. I mean, the storyline is going to be, can Fletcher McGee do enough to upset Best Virginia in the first round? And last year he did not. But is he out to prove something? His last two tournament games have been, you know, a little underwhelming. Does he snap out of that streak? What do you say? He better. That's our guy. He better. We'll be rooting for him. That's for sure. I, I think so. When he, he's going to be the guy on that team. You know, he wasn't really the guy on Florida TNT last year or whatever. Like, they just – War, war like, Tampa. War Tampa. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, uh, I just – I don't know. He probably just didn't fit in right. Now he's with his boys. Like, I think he takes it to the next level. Agreed with you. And we'll jump up to Columbus. We're talking a lot right now. And this might be the most we've ever talked. I know. I'm not used to it. All right, up at the top, Carmen's crew versus Mid-American Unity without Romeo Travis. He was promoted to uh, director of basketball operations, taking the Brad Stevens route. Love Mid-American Unity, love Romeo. But, I mean, Carmen's crew might – Carmen's crew might have the hardest road, but I think they're kind of gifted the easiest first-round matchup. What do you think? Well, I know that they – that Mid-American Unity team is a lot of Ohio guys, which is kind of cool. They've got Javon Best, who's from Columbus. They have J.D. Witherspoon, who played for Ohio State. That'll be interesting just because those guys will all know each other, 100%. Will be interesting. We'll pick the game. You probably know where we're going to lean, but we will pick it, you know, come closer to TBT. Now we get to maybe the best, not just the best first-round matchup. I could see this going down as one of the best TBT games, TBT history. Menomachy, Purdue alumni versus the Volunteers, Tennessee. I mean, not really much more needs to be said about this than what a great matchup. An 8-9, 8-9. These teams could and potentially should, depending on who else decides to sign up in the next few weeks, Tobias Harris has some free time, uh, could uh, end up being a higher seed in, in the minds of some people. You know, gun to my head who you picking – we're not making our picks right now, but right now, Robbie Hummel's not coming to TBT to lose. That's all, that's all I'll say. Yeah, I think you hit it on the nail on the head. I think it's the number one first-round matchup for sure. All right, 5-12, Money Team versus the region. Money Team got embarrassed last year. <laughs> embarrassed. Will they get embarrassed again, Joe? I sure hope not. I like those guys. So, we'll I mean – We'll see. Jordan Crawford, that's our guy. We're rooting for them. I, it's like when Texas is good at football, it's good for the TV. T it's, good for, it's good for football, you know? Like, if the money team is good in the TBT, I think it's good, really good for the TBT. So, but the region is a very formidable opponent. We'll see what happens. Maybe they got the first round fucking jitters. They can't do it. I don't know. All right. Team Hines, four seed, brown and white, 13 seed. Are we going to get Woj on the pod to talk about the Bonnies, St. Bonaventure? I think we have to. Yeah, I'll talk to our producer, see what he can do. All right, I'll, I'll, text, uh, I'll text Woj. But Team Hines, I mean, they're a, they're a TBT staple. When you talk TBT, when you think TBT, you think Team Hines, Kyle Hines. Last year bounced first round without their leader, but he's back. So, I mean, the team's going to go as far as Hines goes. And – Maybe Calathis can play. We'll see based on the Olympics. But Team Hines, once again, exciting stuff. All right, moving down. 
Blue Collar U versus TNT, the nerd team. Blue Collar U is Buffalo alumni. Similar to the Enchantment, been hearing a lot about them. What have you been hearing, Joe? I think uh, that Buffalo team is probably the most underrated team in the entire tournament. So, I mean, like, they were incredible in college. They play a, a certain style of basketball. They've got a good crew of guys. And I just always will stand by the fact that alumni teams have a huge advantage. I think they're one of the most underrated teams in the entire tournament, if not the most underrated team. All right, there you the go. nerd team, that's the best name. So it's like, you know, it's hard to – you know, it's hard because that's the best name. Three versus 14, zip them up versus Ohio, 1804, which is the Ohio alumni team. Xavier alumni team, zip them up. Got to say this about zip them up. People were saying they should have been a higher seed. It's the first ever tournament, and they're playing in Carmen's Cruz region and Red Scares region. A three seed is about as good of a seed as you're going to get your first time playing TBT. And you make some noise this year, and your reward will be a higher seed next year. Andrew, pop quiz for you. Um, Ohio, you know, our guy Jeff Bowles, they won, uh, they won this year in the tournament. They beat Virginia. Do you know what seed they were? I believe they were a one seed. Or, sorry, I believe they were a 14 seed. They were a 14 seed, so be on the lookout for, for the upset, even though I, I don't really feel that way, but just, you're just throwing it out there. All right, there you go. Beware of the upset. All right, got a couple games left up in here. Another rivalry game, or another alumni game. Wolfblood, NC State versus Category 5, Miami. Miami traveling up to the, to the Midwest from Miami to Columbus. I mean, this is, this is what we call a coin flip. Yeah, how about the fact that they're both ACC teams, too? They might not actually, actually not like each other. So, so yeah. We'll see. This is another one. Let's see what else comes out in the next few weeks. Red Scare versus... BC, the Acne City. I mean, the way that I just didn't say it, I'll probably get made fun of, probably get some guys upset. But Red Scare is is Red Scare wants to win it all. Yeah, they're another team that's due. So I I, I hear you. That's uh, yeah. It would be fun to see like a Red Scare zip them up. It'd be fun to see a Red Scare versus Buffalo. We'll see what happens. All right, we got one region left. We're losing steam, but we got to power through. We are losing steam. That's our fault, guys. If we, here we go. All right. The Illinois region, the one seed. Wait, should oh, we do it like, should we do it like uh, Greg Gumbel? In the Illinois region, the one seed Eagles of Golden Eagles will be taking on the B1 ballers. Easy enough to say, I think the defending champs will have a – Easy game, but it is TBT. Diener is back, so you can just about guarantee an Elam ender from Travis Diener in game one. That's all. That's the rabid reaction is, thank God Travis Diener's playing again. That's so fun. Brotherly Love versus Jimmy V, eight versus nine. These eight, nine games are unbelievable this year. Unbelievable. Yeah, actually. Brotherly Love doesn't like us, though. <laughs> brotherly Love doesn't brotherly love us, and they think that they could have been a one seed and they would have said they were underseeded. Right, they, they have two hard. Way to go inside TBT. They, um, they, they would say that they don't have a easy enough sixteen seed if they were a one seed. They would just blame it on us. Period. All right, Autism Army five seed, SCD Hoops twelve seed, Billy Garrett, SCD Hoops. If anyone can orchestrate a twelve over five upsets, Billy Garrett. Yeah, I uh. Uh, we, but I for sure am partial to to SCD just because uh, there are a lot of Chicago guys on that team. So Autism Army playing for a great cause. Anytime there's great causes, you know, you got a little extra support on your side. 413, always us, the Oregon team versus the Peoria All-Stars. A little home court advantage for the Peoria All-Stars down there in Peoria. Will it be enough to beat always us? We'll see. Oregon alumni. I hear Oregon's a pretty solid school. They got some pretty solid alumni. What have you heard, Joey? Uh, I've heard the same thing. I don't understand their name. I'm still working on figuring that out. But uh, that's one of the teams that it could be like incredible. Like alumni team, Oregon, awesome. Like that could be incredible, or they could just be just not that good. So we'll see what happens. I agree with you. All right. 
and we'll keep it rolling. The Overlooked versus Heart Fire. Murray State alumni plus some extra guys. Six versus 11. I don't know what we're getting from Heart Fire. I'm not 100% sure what that team that's going to be out on the court is going to look like. But the Overlooked has some names and some names that I'm personally excited about. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I run on the street as John Morant is playing. So that's pretty cool. That would be very cool. Maybe he'll, he'll be there or he'll be in Dayton and we'll get to hang out with him. Yeah, that would be – yeah, that would be cool. Three versus 14, Bayheim's Army versus the Forces of Soul. Bayheim's Army, we hear there's still more to be added. If it happens, might be the best team in the whole tournament. But you got to win your first-round game. And last year we saw Bayheim's Army kind of run out of gas really early. So hopefully it doesn't run out even earlier this year. Right, exactly. I, I'm excited for their team this year, though. Whether or not they get these uh, incredible additions that are rumored, um, I don't know whether or not they get them. They still have a really solid squad, and they fall into the Dayton category, the sideline cancer category, where they're just, like, straight up due. So, yep. we'll see what happens. All right, seven seed, always a brave. Bradley alumni versus 10 seed, Tubby time. I think always a brave – Lowest seeded host team ever, Joe? Seven seed? They have to be, right? Yeah, I, I honestly personally think these two seeds could have been flipped. I think Tubby Time's got some names, Nate Mason, Trevor, and Bakway. So wouldn't be surprised if they sneak out of there and keep going, keep going. And the last matchup, House of Pain, Mike Dom, Brandon Paul against the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs. That might be an understatement about underdogs. They don't have – the conductor to that team, Jalen Barford, is he is on Team Arkansas, who, if you guys didn't know, is the Arkansas alumni team, Team Arkansas. Joe, I think we can make our pick for this game now. I don't know if anything's going to change between now and, you know. I'm going with the underdogs. Yep, Jackson, Tennessee. No, House of Pain. I mean, they're going to bring the pain. Shout out to our guy, Michael Tula. Put together a great roster. All right, that is our rapid – Bracket Exhale, everybody. Exhale. If you, were, if you were doing that along with us, then get some water, take a deep breath. We're going to get to Mike Dom and a couple of guys from Mental Toughness. Let's get there right now. All right, join us now on Inside TBT. You know him. Illinois fans now know and love them. The Dominator, Mike Dom, welcome to the show. Boys, what's going on? appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Uh, we should hop right into it. I mean, we talked before the interview about a lot of interesting things revolving around TBT, but you got to be just so juiced up about the squad that our good buddy Michael Tulip is putting together. Hey, Tools is Tools is is a magic man. You know he's uh he's working his magic a lot, and I'm I'm super excited to to get going with the TBT this year, especially with the Illini squad. Um, you know, obviously I know a lot of those guys now from last year, and then the addition of of some of the new guys. I'm I'm really looking forward to this year's TBT. Brandon Paul last year said, "I'm not going to play with House of Pain." because I want to win a championship. That might be paraphrasing a little, but he said something <laughs> similar to that. Are you guys going to haze him when he joins the squad, or is he welcomed in with open arms? No, he's, he's welcomed in with full open arms. I'm not even going to say anything to him. Um, um, but, no, there's, there's going to be no hate whatsoever because um, we're trying to do the same exact thing as he said he wanted to do last year. So you can't hate him for, for uh, you know, kind of going with what he thought was going to be a, a better team. Um, you know, it's just – personal preference and choice and you know I, you can't hate someone for doing that did uh did you help with the recruitment process for him at all or, or was that all Latula? no that was all that was all Latula. I actually I I think I think we've had a small encounter on social media is all so far nothing crazy so I'm excited to to start to get to know him and uh interact with them all right let's talk Illinois regional for a second the two seed are you guys under -seated? 
<laughs> no, I don't think we're underseeded at all. I think uh, I think they got us perfect. You know, obviously having having the Golden Eagles sitting at the top there, there's no there's no disrespect whatsoever. I mean, those guys are legit. Obviously, they won it last year, and they're bringing back pretty much their entire roster again. So those guys definitely deserve it. Um, but I'm definitely excited with where we're at and uh, you know what we have the chance to do. How about the fact that Mike Dom, the adopted Illini? is going to get to play in front of some of, uh, some of the hometown fans. Is that is, – is excited an understatement for that? Oh, complete understatement. I, I've heard a lot of stories from Latulip and Laron and Nana and all those guys about how crazy the fan base gets, and, and I'm, excited to, I'm excited to get out there and, and kind of get them rallied up and ready to go. So I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the schedule – you guys start off with the Jackson underdogs who do not have Jalen Barford, who's been on the team before, who Joey and I say, besides, of course, yourself, might be <laughs> one of the best players in TBT. What do you know about the underdogs? What are you hearing? What are you thinking? How can they beat you? What are you hearing that they can do that you got to shut down? Yeah, I, if you want me to be completely honest, I'm kind of on the outside of all the TBT info and teams. Um, you know, obviously every every TBT team is going to be a tough game to win. Um, and especially now, you know, ever since last year, we're going to have a bigger target on our backs going, going forward into these TBTs. So obviously those guys are going to have a, a chip on their shoulder, I feel like, coming into this game wanting to beat us. Um, but for us, you know, we're going to just do the same thing, go out, play as hard as we can. Um, and whatever happens, happens. I know, I know that if we, you know, if we give it our all, um, we're going to like the outcome of things. But, no, every single team in this TBT is going to be, you know, tough, tough game to win. Um, and that's why we just got to focus on one game at a time. One thing that I find absolutely fascinating about TBT is that all these incredibly, you know, tons of accolades, whether it's from college, from playing overseas, all these guys that – really don't need to play in TBT, decide to keep playing year in and year out. You're relatively new to TBT. Why do you not even hesitate at coming back and playing, you know, for you, your second summer? Yeah, I mean, one of the big things was uh, Mike and the team that he put together. Um, I just have such a, a strong connection to those guys now um, that I, I, you know, it's something I didn't want to miss out on. It's an opportunity to you know, now hang out with friends and, and play basketball at a very, very high level in front of fans and, and obviously for a lot of money. But um, I don't I don't hesitate just because the experience is, is definitely one of a kind. You know, it's something that nobody else has done and suddenly you just have a million dollar prize and you play for it. And, and it's something that's, you know, truly remarkable how the TBT puts puts it together. Um, but it's just a, it's one of a kind experience. And I think that's what just brings me back is because the people that are involved, everything that goes into it, you know, it's, it's just a, a very well showcased tournament. How quickly after you guys lost last year, did Latulip start talking to you about being on the team again this year? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, uh, that night he was trying to get me to sign some paper, just saying it's like for my flight home, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, he, he was funny about it. You know, he, I think he knew um, that I was going to roll with him again this upcoming year. But I mean, I, I was honest with him too. I told him, I said, yeah, I'm not sure um, about playing in the TBT next year. got to see what happens with the rest of my season overseas and things like that. But um, at the end of the day, I, I, I was pretty certain I was going to come back to, to Mike and the, and the guys. What happens if there's a South Dakota state TBT team eventually down the road? Then what happens? Oh, you know, I, got an, I, I know how to answer it for you. Brandon Paul. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll be able to say, well, unfortunately, current NBA All-Stars are not able to play in the TBT because you're going to have such a successful summer this year. Okay. The NBA teams are going to be called. Andrew. Hey, I, I, I honestly took the words right out of my mouth. I appreciate that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about if I would have said that, but, but thank you for saying that about me. I, I appreciate that. But, no, that's a tough question. You know, South Dakota State, if we threw a Jacks team in there and uh, – I'm, I'm not even going to answer this question right now. If it happens in the future, then, then it's just going to be a mystery, mystery surprise answer for everyone. 
Andrew, did you know that I beat um, the Dominator in college? I'm 1-0 against the Dominator. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here we go. I didn't know that. We got to do this twice a year. Every time we have you on, we got we to gotta rehash it out. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure Joey came in and knocked down about five threes right in my face, too. So. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now we're, now we're both telling the truth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done our fair share of – ranking House of Pain at the top of the power rankings, ranking you at the top of the player power rankings. Now it's your turn. Here's the question. Are you the best player in TBT? <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm the best player in TBT. Um, this is my, this is, you know, my only second season in TBT. Um, I've watched it a lot and I think there's incredible, incredible talent in the TBT. It's, it's honestly insane. Like you guys said, it's, it's wild how many guys were so decorated from the NBA or from college or from overseas that want to come back each year and play in it. Um, and those guys are, are, are incredible. I mean, I definitely, I'm not trying to rag on myself, but I, I definitely think I'm, I'm up there, but uh, there's some, there's some incredible, incredible talent in the TBT. So it's just, it's something that motivates me and excites me to go out and kind of prove, prove to everyone else and prove to myself um, and just show out each night. So not to put you on the spot even more here, because Honestly, you're probably more uncomfortable with this question. Who are some of the guys or the teams that you're most excited to, to either watch or maybe even get to play against, like having been in there for a year? I know you don't stay fully in the loop with what's going on, um, but any guys that you're like, oh, shoot, like that's pretty cool. Like they just – like why are they playing in TBT? <laughs> yeah, um, there's – I mean, the Golden Eagles, I, I – last year watching the Marquette alumni team, I thought those guys were, were incredible. Obviously, the whole Travis Diener thing and his whole buying, buying the bar after they won it, like I was dying laughing. And what was it, Miller Lite ended up sending him a jersey and a bunch of stuff. I was crying laughing. So that's just one of those guys that I feel like I just enjoy watching just because you know he's such a good dude. Um, there's a lot of teams in this tournament. I, I do actually have – you know, I'm trying to think – Five or six, five or six good friends that are playing in the TBT this year um, that I'm just excited to follow along. I don't think they're in our side of the bracket, but um, I, as of right now, I, I couldn't be super, super specific. But there's so, so many people that um, I'm excited to watch in the TBT. You know how Diener got that Miller Lite stuff, right? <laughs> no, or I uh, think it was an uh, in, in interview, however many or what, like three or four years ago, where he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to the bar and drink a couple Miller Lights or something. And I was yeah, so, yeah, I mean, after an interview, they asked him, what are you going to do tonight to celebrate? He's like, I'm going to go back and have a couple beers or whatever. So then that's the ongoing joke with him, which is probably getting old, but it's still fun for everyone, you know? Yeah. Like, he thinks it's getting old. But then after um, they won the semifinal game, we had him on the show briefly, and – we were like, all right, like, if you win, like, you got to tweet at Miller Lite and be like, sponsor me type of deal. And he did after they won. And then, sure enough, they sponsored him. So, so, so technically, you guys should get the credit for that. I mean, we should get, like, a case of beer or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, I just had a good question. And now I forgot it. I got to remember it. Hold on. I got it. Sorry. That's my fault. Oh, nope. I got it. All right. How much pressure do you feel? knowing or how much pressure do you feel to get to Dayton knowing that we won't be in Peoria and the only way you get to hang out with us is if you guys make it to Dayton oh man I wouldn't say that there's pressure I feel like that's just a huge motivating factor because because yeah I gotta I gotta see you guys again and, and we gotta hang out so no that just that raises the bar right there and I'm gonna make sure to tell Mike and everybody else that that the goal is to get to to Dayton so we can just chill with you guys I was texting BP. I was going to try and get him to surprise you on this, on this episode. We're going to have him on a, on a He should have. <laughs> but what kind of relationship do you have with him? Man, I mean, like I said, we've had one, one kind of brief encounter, but I've obviously – I followed along with his career and, and the things that he's done. And, and obviously you can just tell he's a stand-up guy. He seems like a funny guy and just a complete down-to-earth person. So, for me, the relationship obviously – being built is something that's that's I feel like super beneficial moving forward, especially from outside basketball to to playing on the court with him. It's just going to be something that's going to help carry us over, you know, other teams, other matchups. Um, so I'm excited to continue to get to know him, continue to you know get to know his family and things like that. And I just want our relationship to you know be top level. 
who who are you closest with uh, on the team? Probably, probably uh, Mike Finky. I'm trying to think player other than Mike Latulip. Other those guys, but um, I played against Mike um, in college, and we kind of like talked to each other a little bit here and there, and then like just the whole classic like social media followed each other, hit each other up, and just said what's up when we were in the same city or something. Um, but Mike super Mike uh, Finky's super down to earth. Um, He's definitely the closest, I feel like. But honestly, after the, after the end of last year, I've stayed in touch with almost every single guy from that team. Um, we'd just be hitting each other up over dumb stuff or, or texting each other um, from last summer. Just, just the memories were, were awesome. But I, I feel super, super close to every single guy that's on the team right now. So I pull the Mike Dom card all the time. And what I mean by that is, so I got a bunch of friends that went to Illinois. And when I'm out in Chicago recently, now that I'm double vaxxed, when I'm out in Chicago, I see, you know, people from Illinois. And I've met a few people. Some, one time I was wearing a TBT shirt and someone was like, why you wear TBT? I'm like, oh, do the podcast. They're like, oh, how's the pain? I'm like, yeah, Mike down. I got his number. <laughs> and then some of my friends, I'm like, hey. Illinois has got a, or House of Pain's got a special announcement coming soon. They're like, oh, yeah, Mike Dom's back. I'm like, oh, he's already back. This is a new announcement. But yeah, I know Mike Dom. So I just want to tell you that Joey could have texted you and then had the Mike Dom card, but I got the Mike Dom card. And I pull it all the time. I mean, hey, you, you, you get as much as you want. I got the better Mike Dom card, 1 and 0, baby. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> oh we, where are you going with this again man Here sorry 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 that i mean like if i would have if i would have played it probably i probably wouldn't say anything but since i didn't play in the game like that's all i got it's i knew i knew that one three-pointer i hit in the corner i should have turned around and looked at you and just gave you a finger or something yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> if you could go back in time if you could go back in time you would tell old mike dom but i guess you'd be older mike dom so young mike dom, mike dom you'd say Hey, that that lane kid, whisper something in his ear that'll piss him off. And oh then, yeah, I would I would figure out some sort of some sort of thing to get on his nerve, or I would just every time I hit a shot, I, I would just stare at him, just <laughs> something crazy. I don't <laughs> know. And, and like, what the heck does this guy have against you? Like, yeah, exactly. And then to this point now, now we would be talking about just how how weird it was to play against me because I was doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah, it would make this interview even better. It's like, dude, what do you have against me? Text, like, text you have me. No idea. Text me. Pull your Andrew Zolden card and text me, and I'll tell you the things that you can say and do to Joey that'll bug him. All right, all right. I'm going to take you up on that. Number one, I'll give you number one, is just talk about LeBron James. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I kind of – I probably feel the same way about you, so – or the same way with you. Good, because you know basketball and you just get it. Oh, man. That's a, that's a direct a direct shot at co-host Andrew. Oh, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I, did, I meant more like my former teammates and stuff who like LeBron. That was my bad. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm reeling it back in. So <laughs> – Mike, did you know that Joey's one and zero against you? <laughs> <laughs> Let me reel it back in. Mike, did you know that Zolden tells people he knows you whenever he's out in Chicago? Oh man, yo, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. That that was the that was the game that got away. Have you ever been to Champagne? <laughs> no, I never have. <laughs> <laughs> I told a hey, Mike and Mike and uh, Laron and all those guys are like, bro, you gotta come, you gotta come. Like once this COVID stuff is over, you gotta come. Like we're we're gonna go out, we're gonna have a good time. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, we'll all have find ever, time. Have you ever been to Illinois? I've been to Illinois. Yeah, we well, I mean, we played in the Summit League. We played against Western Illinois. Um, I couldn't even tell tell you the name of that town right now. No, no, not Moline. Uh, no, not DeKalb either. That's Northern Illinois. It's you know like. That's going to kill me. I don't know. But I can't tell you it would be a pretty good piece of TBT content. Home. If home. TBT went to Champagne with Mike Dom. <laughs> like videos with him and, like, you went to all the, like, monuments around the city. That would be some good TBT content. Like, probably turn it into, like, a, like a little, if we videoed it, a YouTube channel and, and, and probably make a, make a little bit of money off of it. An honorary Big Ten The Journey episode. Mike Dom meets <laughs> Mike Dom meets campaign. Mike Dom goes to Cam's Zolden. 
Dude, you know what Cam's is? Mike? No, no. What is that? It's just a bar that everyone goes to. Oh, my gosh. Mike Tom goes to Cam's. Literally, it's the title of the YouTube video. That would get – oh, my God. Oh, it would be so good. These interviews, these interviews, when it's like the ninth time we've talked to someone, are so fun because it just gets it gets derailed so quickly. We talked about like two TBT things, and now we're now all of a sudden we're on Mike's official visit yeah. to Champagne. Yeah. That would be that would be great if we got if we got to just like just be like the fly on the wall of Underwood showing you around. I, you know, we don't have to tell him that, you know. We him, but, but that's okay. an official visit. Yeah, that's oh, that's so funny. Oh my god, Joey, we gotta end this how we always end it. All right, um, Mike, do you remember how we end, end our shows? <sighs> like some rapid fire questions. Oh, we did used to do that. We probably did do that with you. We did the quarantine questions where we were like, that was "What's it. your favorite video game? What's your favorite snack? All that." But now, but I don't even know if we ended it this way before, but. We like to turn the tables, uh, put you in, in our seats, and give you the opportunity to ask us any questions you've been dying to ask us since we last spoke. Okay, okay. So, what's up, guys? My name is Mike Dom here with the TBT Podcast. Um, Close to asking Andrew and Joey some questions. Uh, first question, who is the funniest guy you've interviewed so far? Oh, well, I mean, on Elmore. Yeah, he's, little, funny. he's okay. the funniest guy in the whole world. But he's a different kind of funny. He's not like telling jokes, but he's making definitely me. He's making me laugh. Who? Uh, Scoop Jardine was hilarious. Oh yeah, he was great. Um, but we we view funny more as like guys that laugh at our stuff. We view them as funny, like Scoop guys that just get it. Yeah, like, like Scoop. We were singing. Okay. French vanilla, Rocky Road, peanut butter, chocolate, cookie dough, scoop. There it is. He was just laughing at it every time. So, like, but I, I'm going to say odd because that's the, that's the chalk answer. Yeah, no. Uh, scoop, was, scoop was funny. Tell you who wasn't funny, Brandon Paul. <laughs> <laughs> President Paul. Uh, if we would ask, ask Brandon Paul, are you the best player in TBT, he would say, I think I'm tied with all the other players. It's such an amazing tournament that we're all so grateful to be a part. He just had very he, – he'll be a coach. He'll be, a, you know, on the board of a big company or something. He just yeah. – he is a speaker. Yeah, okay. All right, second question. Who wins in a one-on-one -on -one game, you or Joey? We get asked that so often, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, like, I would win. Yeah, you would win for sure. But, like – I don't play like that anymore. You do, so I don't know. I play like once, maybe twice a week, and it's just. I have like a game tonight. I have a game tonight, Mike. You want to guess my uh, my stat line tonight? <laughs> hey, yes, I'm gonna say twelve five and five. Twelve. It's a men's league game. I'm It'll be a blowout early. It'll be a blowout early. I'm with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna we're playing a tough team tonight. We're gonna. Oh God, I, I hope my teammates don't listen to this because none of them are. None of them are former college basketball players, so oh, no. it's all right. Well, they're all not right, listening question. before the game, so you don't need to worry about that, Joey. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm still talking shit about them, kind yeah. of. <laughs> Shout out Alex Gruber. Shout out Alex. <laughs> all right, last question. If you guys were to play in the TBT right now, who, who, what team are you repping? Ooh. Huh. I can join any team? Any team you want. Ooh. Well, because I like LeBron, I'd probably go to the Golden Eagles because championship pedigree, defending champs, it's almost guaranteeing me a championship. So, But, but then you're just saying you'll lose in the first round. Oh, because you've done that one time ever in the whole no, – You just said defending champion. What did, did they do this year? They lost in the first round. No, no, I'm saying I'm, saying I'm like LeBron. I'm going to take the easiest road and jump to the defending champs. That's what I was saying. Oh, I don't, I don't hold that against LeBron, but okay. But also, also, big fan, and they're on this episode, big fan of what mental toughness is all about. Would be cool to be a part of that team. Okay. okay. I, like, I mean, I would play for Carbon Screw because that's my alumni team, even though there's no – they don't have a spot. They don't have a spot on the roster for someone like me. Maybe I could, like, wipe up their sweat or something. <laughs> like, Waterboy Bob DeBoucher out here. Yeah, exactly. I actually watched that last night, funny enough. But um, – Okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, besides Carmen's crew, I mean, I'd like to – honestly, 
if you guys weren't branded as the Illinois alumni team, like I don't like Illinois, but like I love Latulip, and that's my guy. So like okay. it would be fun to play for him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, like an, an easy answer is like sideline cancer. Like they're gonna win this year, so like I'd like the money. You know, yeah, they're good. Actually, maybe not. That was our answer like months ago. They're good. Now, they're good. now the rosters are like you guys are way better. Everline Drive is way better. Oh yeah. Bayheim's Army's way better. Like so. It used to be they were the easy answer, but now everyone's got their full roster and stuff. So, I mean. Who's paying me the most? Yeah, that's true. I'm sure you guys would get a lot of money, like offers to, to go play. So, I, I definitely I definitely would give you guys a lot of money if I created a, a TBT team. We're good locker room guys. That's for sure. <laughs> glue guys. Glue guys. <laughs> totally. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a tape guy. You know, I'm a good locker room guy, but – Usually the glue guys can give give you a little on the court, but I'm a tape guy. Dependable. <laughs> I like dependable, but not as strong as glue. All right. All right. That's respectable. I uh I, I like that a lot, actually, Andrew. I I was a glue guy because like, you know, I talked a ton. You know, that's a glue guy. Like I, and I was old. But like beginning of my career, I was a tape guy. Hundred yeah. percent. Okay. I okay. like that. <laughs> We got to tell Priscilla. That's a – I might text Fran and say just came up with a new expression. Yo, tape hashtag guys. tape guy. Guys who are great in the locker room but not as strong as glue. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't last forever, you know. Oh, that's good. That's good. But duct tape guys are great. They're, they're jack of all trades. They can do any job. All right, will you leave us with some sort of headline or something? Yeah, you want to you call your shot? You guys are winning it all this year or what? I'm not calling. I'm not calling anything. All I'm saying is, is we're gonna go out and we're gonna try our hardest <laughs> and we're gonna have fun. And it's the TBT. And ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Paul making a late <laughs> entrance to this episode. <laughs> that's that's what I was going for. Basically. You, just, you yeah. just hope everybody has fun out there. I hope yeah. everyone has fun. But at the end of the day, there's one winner and there's lots of losers. <laughs> and if you ain't first, you're last. True. True. Well, there you go. Mike Dom, the dominator. If you ain't first, you're last. He came up with that quote. It's going to be like the Michael, like the Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky, Ricky Bobby. You're last, Ricky Bobby. All right, there you go. All right, always a pleasure, man. Thanks for coming on. All right, boys, appreciate you guys. All right, join us now on Inside TBT. A couple of Sean's. <laughs> Mental toughness assistant coach Sean McGee and Sacred Heart player Sean Hohen. Sean's, welcome to the show. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for man. having us, man. Absolutely. <laughs> First question for – we're going to refer to you as player and coach slash assistant GM. Uh, your, your director of morale is not here with you, but <laughs> – First question for player, Sean, how did you get involved with mental toughness? So, player, Sean. Player, instruction coach, Sean. <laughs> so, it, it goes back to um, my, my Sacred Heart assistant coach, Kyle Steinway. He uh, He texted me one time randomly like a month ago and was just like, hey, you might get a – a call or a text about the TBT. And I was like, hey, would you be interested? I said, yeah, I mean, of course, that's everyone would be interested in that. Um, and then like a kind of month went by, I kind of was just didn't think I was going to get it. Uh, and then I got a text out of the blue, basically being asked to play in it. And, and I was trying to figure out the days, trying to figure out everything along those lines. But then I got it and I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to play in this. I watch on TV all the time. Let me, I'm going to say yes, no matter what, and wherever I have that day, I'll figure it out going forward. <laughs> That's a future Sean problem. Exactly. Yeah. Current Sean wants to play, and a future Sean could deal with the uh, whatever the repercussions are. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Coach Sean knows how we feel about this team and how, you know, maybe we throw out the fact that we're rooting for anybody we have on the show, but we genuinely mean it <laughs> with this team. And it wouldn't be fair to anybody who hadn't listened to the previous episode if Coach Sean didn't talk a little bit more about mental toughness, the team, how it came about. And, and all the reasons why they've got everybody to be a fan for them. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we're going to be a fun team to root for. Um, obviously, the cause is great, but I think we got a lot of talented guys. Sean is definitely one of them. 
going back, I mean, if, if they listen to the last podcast, they kind of heard a little bit about us, but we partnered with the JCK Foundation, and you've met John and how passionate he's been, or maybe the first, I put, no, he definitely is the first motivational coach ever in PVT. He's <laughs> definitely going to fire our guys up. Um, but, like, the mission is so great. Uh, you know, we just want to spread mental health awareness and end the stigma around mental health and, you know, hopefully win that million-dollar prize along the way. That's a great answer right there. <laughs> that's about as good as it gets uh, I want to keep it condensed because I can talk for like hours I've got to cut you off <laughs> Coach Sean my next question for you <laughs> I know you like to talk your talk why is mental toughness going to be the LA cheaters in round one right. well that's actually now I can answer this pretty well so obviously I've looked at their roster and you know Coach Josh King Who's a fantastic coach? One of the one of the probably only few pro coaches in in this tournament too. Um, we've been talking about it already. They got players like Derek Williams and Casper Ware, Quincy Miller, and and Thompson, right? So they got some players definitely that can put the ball in the basket. But we have a lot of players that were defensive stars at their colleges and are continuing to do that in the pros, like Jahiva Floyd, who led the led the Israeli league in blocks per game. And we got a bunch of players that are scrappy scrappy uh and are going to be tenacious like that word the whole game and uh we're going to play a lot of five out small basketball with Jahiva at the five and I think it's really going to give the LA cheater some problems uh and then on the defensive end I think we're really going to shrink the court make them score in the half court uh and, and I think they're not going to want to play like that and make them use the whole 30 seconds of the shot clock to score um, which I think a lot of teams like to get up and down and be flashy dunks and throw a lot of open threes, but we're going to be really hardworking on the defensive end. I think that's our, our key to success there. So, so player Sean, just another way of saying what Coach Sean just said is the L.A. Cheaters are just washed up, clearly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, if they were, we would catch them at the right time then. That's all you can really think about. <laughs> player Sean, question. Yeah. Who are you most excited to team up with? Oh my guy, Quincy. No offense to the other to the other teammates. It's just me and Quincy played at Sega Heart together for two years. Uh, so we're we're friendly with each other. Uh, we kept tabs with each other throughout when he transferred to Seen Hall. Um, so it's just like little connections I have to him. But then it's like obviously everyone else that I know about played with Jahad Floyd. I played against multiple times. Marcus Towns I played with multiple played against multiple times. So. Obviously, all these are all names I know, all guys I know. But when you really want to put, put a name to it, Quincy's my guy, and we've known each other for many, many years now. So I'm excited to get back on the floor with him. So clearly, there's a lot to be excited about. First of all, like, there's no better feeling than getting into the NCAA tournament, getting into the TBT, right? Like, it feels like a huge weight is lifted off your yeah. shoulders. What are you guys most excited about? About now that it's the hard work is done, or I should say the hard work's beginning, but the but there is no harder work without the hard work of getting in, right? So um, what are you guys most excited about now that, you know, all it is about playing basketball? Like, why is the TBT so awesome? Like, what are you guys so excited about? And you anyone can take it. Coach Sean, you go ahead. <laughs> I, know, I guess I, the most exciting thing is, like you said, like as soon as we saw that name on the bracket, like it was like, like just, just total weight lifted off your shoulders because, you know, I, I've been trying to make this team for the last three to four months and just like all the work cultivated into seeing our name on the bracket. And uh, it was really, it was really great to see. But the most exciting thing I think is, well, one, playing. I mean, I'm, we're, we're going to be playing and I'm going to be coaching against Derek Williams, who's the second overall pick in the NBA. I think that's really exciting for me and everybody else playing. Like people have, our players all have a chip on their shoulder and they have something to prove. So I think that's really exciting. I think a lot of people are going to see that when we play. And then the other reason is, like, there's never been a team for mental health awareness. So I think it's so exciting for us to be the first team to do that, especially in the challenging times we've, we've been with COVID and seeing how people have struggled with that. So I think it's fantastic that, you know, I think it's a, uh, a team that is so easy for people to get behind. And I think once we play and we're on ESPN and we get all this support, I think that, like, the support is just going to be so exciting to see from people. Player Sean, what's the communication like for this team? When you guys get news, we got a group me, a group text. I've always wondered that about TBT. Yeah, we we just started a group text. Uh, everyone put their name and their numbers in just in 
kind of kind of loose. Typically, it would be I feel like getting when we get closer to the tournaments, we're gonna start like figuring things out, starting to get each other, getting to know, know each other a little bit more. But for just for the meantime, right now, it's kind of just uh, simple numbers. But then you know when you get to Instagram, everyone nowadays is like, oh, that's my guy. You got comments when the pictures get posted, and so we're making friends that way. We all follow each other. We all we all start this group chat and kind of. Uh, we're all on a nickname basis now, rather than someone. Some kids say like, like, my, like say Quincy, rather than saying calling me Quincy, they say call me Q. So just little things like that, just trying to get to know each other a little bit more. What's your nickname? Sean. I don't have one. It's boring. <laughs> well, I, that sucks. We got to give you one. Find out anything and I'll run with I'm, I'm on the board for whatever, man. It's been my it's been this way forever. What about Sean? Don't call me a Hoen. Gladly, <laughs> whatever you want. And literally, I'll run with anything. I've never been given one. That's more of like a Fran Fratilla. Sean, don't call him a more than I got to hit, hit a three or something, and then someone can start running. I got to do something cool, and I can't. They can't be talking, saying that, and be sitting on the bench, whatever, forever long. Who's <laughs> if, if he hits a shot, he's got it. That nickname's got to come out for the commentator. Yeah. Well, we definitely we have the ear of all the guys at ESPN somehow for some reason because like last year we told Fran we were like. You got when when Mo Creek hits a three, you got to say Mo Creek Mo Money, and he said it on the air. And we we're like, well, now now you have to say everything that we tell you. So we'll just make sure to let him know. Um, you know, we got some more nicknames for the yeah. from the mental toughness team. Yo, Q, that's not a nickname. That's his name. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. There was other one. There was other one. I just that was the first one popped in my mind. Brandon Randolph. Brandon Randolph is slim. Yeah, slim. That's it. Slim. for Jaha Floyd. There you yeah, go. Coach Sean, maybe the most important question in the whole entire tournament. When you're on the bench, who's running the Twitter? Okay. Who's running the Twitter? Who's yeah. going to be tweeting out updates, talking trash during the game? I would, you know, that's actually a really, really good question. <laughs> so, Zach Kelly, who's the, the current head manager at Marist College, has been, he's going to be like our director of basketball operations, and he's going to be on the bench with us. But he runs our Twitter account, so I don't know if he's, he'll be doing stuff during the game. But now you just made me think we do have to figure that out going forward because I think what our social media accounts, and he does a great job, and we have Caitlin Fedor who, um, who makes the graphics for us as well. Uh, you know, I think our, our social media accounts really killed it, and that was like one, of the, one of the main reasons besides the talent on our roster that we were able to get into this tournament. I think we've, we killed in – I think we have close to like 200 followers on Instagram and Twitter now. So, you're so that is a question that I'm going to have to answer. You're telling us that you don't, you're not the guy tweeting? It's Zach? So it's me and Zach. When I was going back, going back and forth with uh, Elmore, that was me. Okay, okay. <laughs> but most of the time, most, most of the time, most of the time it's Zach, like whether he's posting like a, a player reveal or something like that. Most of the time it's Zach, but I had I had to have fun with with Elmo that one time because I saw him say like, "When do I get to talk?" And we haven't we weren't we didn't come on yet. And I was like, "Wait your turn," like everybody else, and then it just snowballed into you know he was talking about ratings, and I was like, "Okay, I guess you do got us there." <laughs> well, Joey, they responded to me on DMs. They said, "We'd love to." I'll get back to you ASAP. And then one second later. Oh, we're down. I'll let you know real quick. So two different people responded to me in the in the Twitter DMs. That's that's exactly right. So the first one was from me, and then Zach said the same one. And he texted me, goes, "Dude, I just said the same thing at the same time." That's we've done. We we so we are the two guys that have the Inside TBT account. So like, we the other day we got a DM. We text each other about it, and then it was gone. And we're like, "Wait, you saw it, right?" And we're like, "Yeah, we saw it." So weird. So we get it. We get it. Player Sean, my last question for you. Yeah. How much do you know about the Elam ending, and are you going to step up and take the game-winning shot if called upon? 100% if I'm called upon. Uh, I, I enjoy those, and I, I love the Elam ending. I am a massive fan of it. I try to break it down for people that don't really know what it is, and it's – either I'm explaining it really bad or it just goes over people's heads because no, whatever I try to explain to someone, no one really understands it. So I, try, I always bring out, like, a YouTube video to try to explain it. I am super on board for it, and when it came to the All-Star game, I was thrilled about that because I like the fact that it's getting intertwined with other leagues or games, and I hope, like, some stuff I'm playing around in, like, New Jersey around here can start taking, like, advantage of it and everyone can start doing it. Yeah, like, like, you're telling me that the Elam ending shouldn't be in, like, every single, like, 
summer league, men's yeah, league. Like, like, like you got a million cameras on these kids. Like if it was at like Dykeman or something like that, and one kid hits like a step back three, the place would go nuts. Yeah, like, that's a great call. That's yeah. it is kind of how it is at Dykeman because they play up to a certain score. Yeah, but like in a men's league, like I got my men's league game tonight. Not a big deal. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, like we play to a score. And in last game, we were we were down with like twenty seconds left, and they just called it. Like that's like the worst way to end a game ever. You know, everyone wants to hit a game winner. Everyone like yeah. I, I think I have like one game winner, and it was at like a high school game seven years ago. Like if I can get a, a, a game winner against a second overall pick or something like that, then yeah, like hell yeah. Yeah, memories for a lifetime. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, fellas, we appreciate your time as always. You know, Coach Sean knows, but now Player Sean knows. We are huge fans of you guys. Um, We'll we'll be rooting for you guys. It's safe to say we're rooting for you guys against the L.A. Cheaters, that's for sure, because I just think that they have a terrible name. Like, I know that's like their Drew League name or whatever, but I just don't get it. So that alone puts me on your guys' side, but then – you then you get into the story and the guys and, and we're we're all aboard the mental toughness trade. So well, here's here's the hierarchy of who we cheer for. Guys, guys that come on our show, underdogs, yep. teams we like for whatever other reason, and you guys have the first two. <laughs> you came on the show <laughs> and you're underdogs. So that makes you like the the inside TBT and yeah. favorite. Hell yeah. That's why everyone should root for us right there. I think you just gave our pitch why we should get everyone that doesn't have a fan of a team already rooting for Mental Toughness. We're, we're so in for that. You can, you, can like, you can tweet out random quotes and say we said it and just be like, just run with it. I just like, we're, yeah. we're all for that. America's team, Mental Toughness. Yeah, there you go. Here we go. Whoa, whoa, exactly. whoa. Exactly. Whoa. We are America's Inside team. Inside TPT, not condone. Moving the – America's team label from heard that. We do not want to get yeah. caught in a loop. Oh, we want that. We want that. More fire. that. I heard they moved us to Wichita because uh, Elmore want, didn't want to play us in West Virginia, is what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll let, you, I'll let you guys tweet out that clip. I'm not tweeting that one out. <laughs> oh, right. Thank you guys so much. All right, man. Thank you, guys. It's been Thank a pleasure guys. again. Yes, right, sir. Take soon. care, guys. We'll talk to you soon. All right, I'll see you. I'll see you. All right, two awesome interviews. 30 minutes of nonstop bracket rapid reaction. We hit all 32 teams. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InsideTBT. We'll be seeing you all real soon. Joe, we got some exciting stuff coming the next few weeks. Should the, uh, should the listeners be excited? If you're not excited right now, then you don't love TBT basketball. Get excited, folks. We're gonna and we're gonna see you guys too. If you're in West Virginia, like let us know. We'll be there. If you're in Columbus, let us know. We'll be there. If you're in Dayton, let us know. We'll be there. So get excited. We're pumped up. Like the tournament is still not super close. It's still a month away, but like we're juiced up. Like, let's go. Go TBT. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.